What else is it going to be called? said the doctor. It's never the mediocre hall or the in urgent need of renovation hall, it's always the great hall. Although, looking round this one, a lick of paint wouldn't do any harm, Clara agreed. When they reached the dais, Mikhail bowed and said, My Lord Duke, my Lady Duchess, your guests. Clara glanced between Mikhail and the woman. Up close, the similarity between him and the woman was clear. His dark hair was military short, and hers was long and held in place beneath a jewelled cap. But both had golden tints that glinted in the light. His long fingers were curled around the hilt of his sword. Hers, ring-encrusted, sat twined upon her lap. They were obviously related. But how? Clara wasn't exactly getting parental vibes. Mikhail turned to the Duke and said, My Lord? But the Duke lifted his hand to stop the young man from speaking. We thank you for your service in bringing our guests, Lord Mikhail, he said. You may leave us now. The young man hesitated. He clearly wanted to be present throughout the following encounter, and he glanced over at the Duchess as if looking for support. Almost imperceptibly, she shook her head. The scarlet flush passed over Mikhail's face again, but he bowed, turned, and left. Family, sir, said Clara to nobody in particular. The Duke frostily replied, Lord Mikhail has a strong will, a flaw in many young men. It's not really any of my business, Clara said, but he seems to mean well. The Duke, however, had turned his attention to the doctor. I am Aurelian, he said, Duke of the most ancient, serene, and noble state of the Ruse. He reached out to rest his left hand upon the arm of the woman next to him. My wife, the Duchess Gwena. He nodded to the man standing beside him. And the Lord Bernhardt. In the silence that followed, Clara studied each of them in turn. The Duke was fortyish, square and strong and obvious. His wife was about the same age, all the more beautiful for the small lines around her mouth and eyes, which were sharp and intelligent. Bernhard was so undistinguished as to be practically part of the shadows. Clara was impressed. She imagined he must put a lot of effort into doing that. The pause continued. What are they waiting for? whispered Clara. Search me, the doctor whispered back. Then, clearing his throat, he said, Sorry, was I meant to be saying something at this point? He waved at them. Hello yourselves, then he frowned. Was that meant to be more formal? Bernhardt stepped forward and studied them both closely. Then he turned back to the duke. My lord, he said quietly. This is not the ambassador. No, said the doctor. I'm not an ambassador. Well, no, let's not complicate things. I'm not any ambassador you're expecting, probably. No, not probably, not at all. Bernhard glanced behind them, and Clara became conscious that there were people moving in softly. Doctor, she murmured, lightsabers at seven o'clock. Quietly, Bernhardt said, So, who are you? Doctor, Clara said more urgently, 
They're getting closer. All right. If you've been here before and insulted people, I'll take a laser to you myself. Calm down, Clara. So start apologising or something, anything, now. I come in peace, cried the doctor. Aurelian lifted his hand. The guards and their lasers got no closer. Slowly, Aurelian rose from his chair. In wonder, he said, I know you. I know who you are. Stepping down from the dais, he walked towards the doctor and then knelt before him. The doctor gave an embarrassed laugh. You're loving this, aren't you? said Clara. The doctor patted Aurelian awkwardly on the shoulder. You know, I don't think this is entirely necessary. But the Duke's head was bowed.